sometimes you want to teach your kid everything you know. But you realize the most important things you know, you learned from your kid. This is The Wayward Podcast. Yeah, okay, there we go. We've got blippy blippies. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with no disrespect. <laughs> just, that's, no, we just, okay, so this will probably go before the experience we just had. We just had an experience, and we decided to make it into a podcast. <sighs> Episode. Episode. This thing. This thing we're going to talk about. Yeah. So you're hearing it before we experienced it, which we just did. So we're both having a little bit of a, okay, yeah. <sighs> You're gonna play it after this episode? Yeah, I'll play. I'll play a piece of it right now. Here, this is what we just experienced. Usually, my kid isn't home when we record. Today, she is. Yay! Yay! So, Tabitha is joining us on the podcast again. You say hi. Hey. Not a girl. Um, she was trying on her mom's shoes, and I decided to join in. So we're all trying on shoes. Tabby, what other shoes do you want to try on? This is a wayward podcast. <laughs> All right, hit it. You're in charge. What are we going to do? So first, I'm going to show Brianna this. Cool, you found something. I don't know if she's seen it yet. What is it? Mm. It is a tank top. Can you read what it says? Music is in my... Heart. Heart and soul. Good one. That's a good tank top. Okay, now just for shits and giggles and the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to excuse me, you're right. That's an that's an inappropriate word to use with you. I apologize, Tabby. So just for laughs, I'm going to attempt to um, manipulate and control my child into doing something I want her to do. Tabby, we have a podcast and today we're talking about motherhood. What do you think makes a good mom? Trying on shoes. Mm, okay, I'm really trying hard to get you to have a conversation that we could use on the podcast. Talk about motherhood. What do you think? That's She, she literally took the microphone away from me. Motherhood got mad skills, yo. All right, so now that we've broken everyone's eardrums, <laughs> are, you, are you helping the conversation? I would like to point out the fact that the second I tried to get my daughter to do what I wanted her to do, <laughs> this all went to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> Tabby, what do you want to talk about? Okay, I'm sure I put something and in we're there. back yeah. or some hold music. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about kids. Yeah, and so what you just saw was or heard rather was especially. With Tabitha as an individual and also Tabitha at 11, yeah. the, the A, negotiation that goes on yep. uh, between a child and his or her parent, and B, just the willpower. Yeah. The absolute, like, hard no mom, your move. Oh, my gosh. And I'll tell you, so one of the <clears> biggest <throat> surprises to me when I had a child— is that they are not blank slates. Mm. They are not little empty bowls that I get to decide what recipe I'm going to make. Mm -hmm. And I get to put a little bit of this in and a little bit of that in. I've got, I'm sure people listening to that right there probably have opinions about, well, why didn't you just do this? Or why didn't you try that? Or why didn't you get, fuck off. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, what you yes. don't, what I didn't realize before I had a kid is that she's 100% a person. Mm-hmm. And I can offer ingredients to her, yeah. but she's already baked. You know she's a cake. How they she's sh- it. Have the <laughs> mm, cake. Uh, you know how they have uh, no the saying of uh, stepping into yourself. How as we grow older, if we uh, take our lessons and open our eyes, we can gradually step into ourselves. It's because we are born full. Yeah. And we lose ourselves through trauma and experiences and lessons. And slowly over time, we start to step into ourselves. Oh, We are fully ready to go. Everything that we experience takes things away from us, I believe. And it's so challenging for me. Okay, so I'm just going to get heady right off the bat. Somebody sent me um, a thing that the, the nutshell of it suggests that... Um, I want my child to change because if she changes the way I want her to be, it would make it easier for me to love her. So I want her to be easy to love. I happen to have a child that doesn't change easily. So what I get to learn is how to unconditionally love my child and recognize when what I'm asking from her isn't actually for her. Mm-hmm. It's to make things easier on me. Would you change this way as a favor to me because it would make me feel like I am... Do- yes, babe, we are doing better. Hi. We're doing great. Hi. Thanks for letting us get back to work. How many more bleepy bleeps? Well, we'll let you know when we're done. Just... Text us, okay? Okay, I'll you text you when it's we're done. a great done. idea. Thank you. I may be in the middle of a session, but... What time... Brianna, what time do you have to go? It'll leave at 4. 4. Daddy, what time is it? Sweetie, you've got to leave before we do. <laughs> like, everything in me screams... You're not control. letting me keep. I need to control this. Yes. Why are you being this way? Make this be. Because ultimately, for whatever reason, I'm uncomfortable and think I should be able to control her behavior. When she's a person, she's doing what she needs to do. Why am I taking this personally? So two things. A, what a gift to be forced to parent somebody that f- makes you... And on an hourly basis, check in with your ability yes! to let go. Yes! B, but also what you're experiencing is her inability to let go, which is a frustrating thing from a human experience. Oh. I mean, she is not letting go. You are being very um, patient and kind and thorough and communicative of your needs, and she's blocking them. And that is where you and we as humans with adults go... I'm going to say goodbye to this conversation for now. (laughs) I love you. This is my boundary. And for my own sanity and the compassion of the world, I'm going to walk away. We don't get to fucking do that with our kids, you know? So it's just a lot of, (sighs) yeah. I'm also now having massive second guesses, and I would like to honor this. I'm going to say it out loud. We may still use this, but um, of like, my child is not my property. Mm -hmm. So when is it okay for me to be sharing pieces of her with the world? Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, sharing our children on social media. Yeah. Now, if I'm ever to share a picture with... Uh, Tabby, I always ask him. I would never post a picture of a child without asking their parent. Uh, but I don't ask the child. Mm, I do. 
I mm. guarantee you that if this plays, if this airs, mm. she has listened to it. And then there's the argument of does she has the, have the capacity? Does she understand? Does she? Da, 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 da. This is when I need to trust myself, trust the audience, and trust the material that I'm releasing. Um, and if I've made a horrible, egregious error, then I will apologize for it. But I will have her listen to this and say, are you comfortable with strangers hearing this and hearing what we're talking about? And do you think she is- has the ability to say no if she's not comfortable? Oh, yes. Because that's what I mean is all the kids that I would post are are little ones. And so they'd be like, Sh- I don't, what? Oh, Tabby has frequently But Tabby's said a little no. older. Yeah, Tabby yeah. understands. She says All the no. kids I would ask would say yes for sure. And that doesn't mean that that's what they want. It just means they just say yes because it probably they think it's a good thing. Yeah. They like the picture. They don't know what it means. Their parents know what it means. No, Tabby wants to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. It's just finding where she's comfortable mm-hmm. in it. And also go back to, I want to go back to, um, I want to focus on my experience learning from her as opposed to her experience teaching me mm-hmm. so that that kind of like oh i yeah need to- that's kind of what we wanted to base this episode yeah. on so like what's something you know for a fact you've learned from valentina well well something it's hard because the things that i learned from her are variations of things i've taught her Oh, um, that's cool, though, yeah. right? So one thing that she sent a video today. Let's see if I can find it and play it. Hold, please. Oh, yay, hold music. Dude. I know it's your faves. I love finding hold music for this show. Okay, so what you're hearing right now is she has learned to go on the trampoline, to jump, to bounce onto her butt, and then to... Bounce on her butt and then get back up on her feet right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wait. Can you do a somersault? Jose asked her to do a somersault. I can't do those here. And she says no. It's bouncy. I know, but I can't do somersaults. And it's not even good. And I don't even want to do it. Then you don't have to let me. Okay. So basically, she says. I, I'm my body doesn't want to do a somersault, and if I don't want to do it, you can't ask me to do it anyway. Yeah. Which is the thing we're teaching her about her body. Her body is her own, so we teach her like, does your body tell you have to you go to the bathroom? Does your body tell you you're full? We're always asking her to check in with her body because I feel like I grew up with a massive disassociation and disconnect with my body. Yeah. And so we're trying to make sure she's always mindful of her body. And so what she does is she doesn't clap back, but she does come back with, actually, you can't make me do that. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of true. You're right. You know, and I love that. It's one of those things that it's like raising girls. Everybody goes, ooh, she's going to be a hard-headed teenager. I'm like, I know, and I'm I'm going to have to be okay with that. That phrase, you can't make me, mm-hmm. is super like it's played on a repeating track in our household. And it's the truth. Mm-hmm. You can't make me. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because I, I never. I, I put that. She did not say that. I put well, those words in her mind. But yes. mine does. Yes, yes, yes. And it's a fact. Mm-hmm. So what I have to then do is go, well, why do I think I should be able to make any other human do- being do anything? Mm-hmm. And why do I think she should do it in the first place? Because my kid, if I give her a reason mm-hmm. that is correct, 
she will see. If I say, don't go wandering into the street because there's traffic and you'll die, she's like, cool, great. I'm not, I don't, I don't feel the need to do that. I'd like to not die. Yeah. But if I say, because I said so, don't, don't eat that broccoli with your fingers, use a fork, you can't make me. Well, you're right. I don't, I, I can, and I can launch into the most ornate, a description of manners and health and da da da. But the fact is, I am now forced to come back to why do I want her to do that? Mm-hmm. Because I, because I think she's an extension of me, mm-hmm. and she's not. She's her own person. Mm-hmm. And when I remember that about her, I can remember that about everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. If I'm taking something personally, it's because I'm not seeing them as an individual. Yeah. I'm seeing them as an extension of myself. Yeah. And also, uh, we use our need, we as humans use our need to control things as a way to feel uh, control over ourselves in this universe, to control other people's actions. If I can control my daughter or a friend or something in a small way, it makes me feel like I have a small sense of control over what is a very chaotic Mm. life. So what do I actually, I feel like this is where it's actually morphing into, is Mm. what do I have control over? What is control and what do I have control Mm. over? Well, um, nothing. You have control over your, I feel like I have control over my thoughts and I have control over the witness of my thoughts, which is sometimes my thoughts are not me. Sometimes my Uh thoughts are my ego. And the more I master witnessing those thoughts, the freer I feel in a way. Um, When I get into conflict with uh, my spouse or a friend, my savior is always to sit back and go, I have no control. And to let go. And that makes me feel more control. Man, I think I get there. And then I interact with my daughter and mm. I realize, I mean. Because she's also combative sometimes, right? Yeah. So her idea of gaining control is to bring that Wind me you. up. Exactly. And that yeah. is also human nature. Humans do that to each other all the time. That's a big thing for a narcissism, right? It's like, if I can wind you up, I can see that I have control. And I'm not saying your daughter's a narcissist, but it is well, something. she's 11. I think most 11-year-olds are probably... Sure, sure. Isn't that natural? I, I mean, don't know. I am not a sociologist. All I'm saying is that in terms but... of, like, a, a human ego, it feels inflated and full and validated when um, it has a sense of control over other things and people. Yeah. But when you can sense that and witness that in yourself and go, oh, that's what that is, I'm going to tell you... You're okay. You are safe. You are loved. And that's not something we need right now for safety. So thank you. Ugh. But here's a book Ugh. and an apple. Go sit yeah. in the corner and you can be quiet for now. Ugh. And then I feel back in control. And it's like a miracle. Once I started mastering that, and it's taken months and months and months and months, I felt so free, you know? And a great thing that will help you with that well, is little girls. Is little girls. Yeah. Well, and and there's the there's also my experience and the irony of it is once I surrender, I feel free. Mm-hmm. I want the control because I think it'll make me feel safe. Exactly. But when I release control, 
I achieve freedom, which actually includes freedom from a sense of fear. Exactly. (laughs) So then I get what I really am looking for. And you are always saying this, like, fear does save us. It is okay to have instincts and to be scared of things enough to not do things that make us die or whatever. Um, But sometimes fear is not real. Yeah. pretend. And that's for you and your um, senses and, and, you know, your... your process and your journey to figure out over the scheme of life, you know? Oh, just ego fear. And I I mean, I know I was the same teacher for my mom because mm-hmm. um, now I'm thinking about how much of oh, God. her genuine fear of me not being a lady. And oh, right, 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 right. So she was terrified for me. She was just like, you're not going to get, you're not going to get anywhere in this world and mm-hmm. no one's going to like you and you won't have any friends. And and those are all the same things that I find come up in my head when I'm like, oh God, if you're an asshole, nobody's going to like you or if mm-hmm. you're like this again. Oh yeah. And, um, and surrendering mm-hmm. that fear that comes because I think it's love because I want my kid to be happy. So I'm going to scare you into doing what I want you to do because ultimately, I want you to be happy, and it's like, oh, fuck, that's not. I, that's I'm not trying. I'm thinking back to my relationship with my mom, which is good and solid. I just talked to her this morning. Um, Hi, mom. And I can I can say this because I know she's not going to be listening. She doesn't know how to work the podcast button. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we had a lot of conflicts when I was growing up, and my mom probably doesn't even know this, but she was aw my favorite person growing up and I always would have like these big emotions about losing her and never did but it was always like my worst nightmare and yet all we did was fight constantly and I think it was because my mom I was a reflection of her I think that I was a direct reflection and that my mom had stuff that she didn't work out and um, you know, I think that that generation wasn't as woke as this generation, so she wasn't doing any, um, you know, self um, examination. Yeah, exactly. Um, just figuring out what happened, and she did that a little bit later on in life. But when I was a kid, all it was was her trying to control me, me back talking her, which was me. And what I thought was just basically being what she taught me to do. And what she probably was just terrified going, my daughter's going to turn into me without exactly verbalizing Without consciously that. knowing yeah. it. It's like, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't stand. That's why I didn't want a little girl. Mm. I didn't want a little girl because I was like, I've already been through the mm. pain of girldom so once. Funny. I feel like a lot I of women say that. I can't stand the idea of watching it happen again and not being able to stop it. And I feel like oh. I wanted a little girl because I feel feel like I've learned so much since I was a kid that I could create someone create someone that's the dumbest thing I have ever said <laughs> is that I could assist uh, a, a, a girl in realizing sooner that it is okay to be her own person yeah and what that means I just would like mine to be her own person when she's 24 and just do what I ask her to do right now <laughs> Now, I mean, we do have, like, you know, Valentina and Tabs are very different. So, Valentina, the way we obviously um, uh, chastise Valentina is different. The way 
she reacts to punishment. These are very different. So we can't quite can't quite compare the two. But I don't. Th- I think that's one of the gifts of being a mother. Uh, is I think learning so too. That, oh, I can't. But a lot compare. of people don't think that. A lot of people are like, oh, you do it. There's a lot of competition in parenting, right? Isn't that it? Well, good. Then thank fucking God we have a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Stop competitive parenting. Oh, for fuck's sake. Jesus You're Christ. wasting your time. There are no two children that are alike. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anywhere. Exactly. No matter what their given circumstances are. Speaking of. Speaking of. Yes. Hello, my little. Oh, we just had a bang on the door. Oh, my gosh. It it's a what? ghost. No! Oh, jeez. Ah! I know. Hi. What you doing? Oh, thank you. Do I get hugs? Hi. I love you. Oh, my gosh. You're, she's sitting I on her. No, thank you. They are um, cheese. It is cheese. Whisk. Okay, great. It's okay. You can have Thank those. you. All right. Are you taking off? No? Yes. Yes. No. Okay. All right. I love you very, very much. And I'll come up and meet you up there, okay? Well, well, we'll see what happens. Brianna. Do good, baby. How about, I have an idea. I'll take Brianna to her class. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come home, make dinner, mm-hmm. go to bed, and maybe we can see her tomorrow. I think that's a brilliant idea. We'll see how close we can come to it. This is the Wayward Podcast. Brianna is the best. Dinner, dinner. I love you. I love that song. It's Billy Moran wrote it. Did you Billy know that? Billy wrote it. You know, the the guitar player for... Lance Wayne! Yeah! Lance All right, my love. I'll see you in just a little bit. Wait, can I sing her song? Yes. Like a small boat. Only we don't actually have the rights to that song, so we can't we can't share. I didn't think we don't that. have the rights to the song, so we can't share it on the podcast. But uh, thank you for singing to Brianna. Give her some love. Give her some love and tell her you're still soon. Oh wow! No, we don't lick. No licking. Don't no lick, licking. No licking. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Kids are gross. That's what we've learned today. <laughs> so we work podcast. I love you, babe. Go, 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 go get daddy. Just um, when I thought I was safe from the tongues of your animals. Something child just. Child has a, decided. Yes. Something, fuck, what just, something occurred to me when that was happening and I was like, oh my gosh, a good point. There's another good point is that you just don't, you can't, your brain is not your own once you're, no one is safe. Once you have children. Yeah. Uh, little girls. Um. Um, we were talking about parenting, competitive parenting. Yeah, don't be a... Yeah, don't think you know... Don't, you don't know that kid. You don't know that kid? You don't know those don't know parents. parents? You don't know the circumstances? Well, you don't know the background? Honestly, what parent isn't doing the best they can? Exactly. What human on this planet, even the ones that are the worst people that you can possibly think of, chances are good they're doing they're the doing best they can. Best they fucking can, man. Um, oh, that's what occurred to me. Uh, something is something else. Tabby has taught me is my like I often know what she's about to say, mm. and I know it's not it's not going to happen. And so I just am like, nope, that's not going to happen. And she would become violently enraged. Mm. And what I realized is how much. I cut people off mm. because I know what they're going to say, and so I just stop listening. Mm. What a fucking asshole move. And she taught me something that I use all the time mm. now, 
where I'm like, what's ha Oh, you're cutting people off. Just so you know, I am very sensitive to people interrupting, and I never thought that about you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I do but know people who I love who do that a lot. But that is a that is a gift my daughter Absolutely. gave me. Because she just full on, because she doesn't edit herself, mm -hmm. right? So, whereas in, you know, polite adult green room conversation, when I interrupt somebody, they might just smile a little bit and grit their teeth and then continue making their point. Mm -hmm. When I interrupt my kid, she goes, no, let me finish. And there's a difference between communicate, like having a conversation and adding, yes, yes. uh huh, yes, yeah. that's not interrupting. No. Interrupting is like, I know, and then I, you know. Yeah. Or even what I do with her, which is, is she was like, Brianna is going to do this and this, and I have an idea. We can, right there, my brain was like, shut her down and get her out of the closet. Right. Like, no, don't, don't shut your child down. Because it will take longer in the long run. It'll too. take longer, and also, isn't this, this the person that you most want to listen to? With uh, Valentina, Oof. something that I I am conscious to do, and I'm reminding Jose to do, not because I'm better than him at parenting, but because he's around her more often, um, because I work, but is to stop rushing her. Oh, that's the <gasps> Oh, my <gasps> gosh. We, if I rush her. You did the smart thing, which was, in order to get from A to B, C needs to happen. Yeah. So the choice is yours. Yeah. And that's kind of what we do when we need to get something happening. But if it's got to get your shoes on, you're going to be late for school, and it's my fault, I've made us late, blah, 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 blah. chaos is going to happen. We're going to be bad parents. We're going to force her to get her <sighs> shoes on and stop looking at the bug that's in the corner that the spider's eating. When who does not, what five-year-old does not want to watch a spider eating a bug? I'm Especially, 50 and I want to watch exactly. that instead of put my shoes on. So it's like when we're walking around and she'll be like, we'll be coming home. I will have been in traffic for half an hour. Coming home, getting out of the car. And she'll be like, mom, come look how big the zucchini is. And my instinct just go, uh -huh, okay, let's go, let's go. And now I'm making a very conscious effort to go, let's look at that fucking zucchini. Isn't that I? So I, she's teaching me that, is to stop and smell the fucking roses. I'll tell you something, a source of delight I have with my child mm -hmm. is I, specifically, we had an hour and 15 minute car ride yesterday, and I felt, and she'd had two pieces of cake, and I was cross. And I took a deep breath, and I said, Tabby, if you see something beautiful or interesting, will you please point it out to me? because I'm feeling frustrated and I don't like anything I'm seeing right now. And she immediately was like, look at that painting over there. Oh, it's Look great. at this thing over there. This is because she's got little eagle eyes and she's got a child's also gives perspective. gives them, like, not only a, a, a game, yeah. but it gives them a sense of control over somebody else that is positive. Yes. Well, and it teaches me. It can affect you in a positive when I, way. I'm driving, it, when I am two seconds away from running so, somebody off the road because of road rage, I actually have the capacity to take a deep breath and look at something beautiful. Yeah. Find something beautiful. Hey, Ta so she's taught me mm -hmm. that if I just say, find something beautiful, oh, I can. Mm -hmm. No matter what my circumstances are, mm -hmm. she's taught me, find something beautiful, and chances are I can, in five seconds, find something right? beautiful. It's like manifesting. Ah! It's like you go, I'm going to now look for this thing, and it appears. Yeah, but I've um, got to slow down to do it. Like exactly. I said, no, the Gotta rushing. That's a hard one, I think, for all parents out Ugh. there. Now, what I like about this episode is that we're actually talking, instead of about parenting, we are talking about kids, but more in reference to 
kids yeah. that are a bit older, because sometimes I feel like parenting babies and toddlers is all about the parenting. Yeah. The survival. Yeah. In a way. And things you're learning as a parent. Now we're talking about things we've learned from our kids because they are slowly becoming humans. Kind of, A, we're looking at them through our filter and our experience, but we're also going, oh, that's how you see the world based on things that based on how who you are, but also based on things that I've taught you. Yeah. And or sometimes it's beautiful. Tools I've given you to then communicate it back to me. Mm-hmm. I have not given my daughter the perspective, but I certainly, my goal is to give her as many tools as possible to choose the ones that fit for her Mm -hmm. to then communicate back to me what's going on. Mm -hmm. I have to remind myself, I don't care what you express because ultimately I would rather know your truth than for you to be this extension of me that I think I want to see. Um... I was thinking about when I come back from uh, being away, and often I'm away for a week or two every few weeks, um, and Valentina's gotten used to it, which is so funny. It's another conversation of ego uh, because that bums me out and makes me happy. That bums me out and makes me happy because I'm so happy that she's not in any pain when I'm gone, and my ego goes, she doesn't need you anymore. Oof. Which is not fucking true, nor do I need her to need me. That's actually something I have a conversation with my husband about all the time. It's like, we have a better relationship when we don't need things from each other. You know, we can enjoy things from each other and we can share what we enjoy most. But when we need things is when we reach conflict. And so the fact that Valentina doesn't need me there is a godsend. What a fucking godsend mm. for a parent that works away from home. Um, yeah. But there was a moment of going, my ego. Um, but she, when I when I do get back, she always, I'm always like, hey, you and me, what are we going to do today? And she always like, let's do an activity. So in my ah. head, I'm always like, let's go swimming. Let's go for a bike ride. Let's go on a nature walk. And she's like, no, I want to do a craft or I want to color. And it's always just like an activity is like two different things. So it goes back to the things that I want to do and things that she wants to do are so different. Oh, that's, that's, it's very funny. I've got a friend, a girlfriend that I love so much and she's, she's just amazing. But she was talking about that. She has an only child and um, the child is young, like around four, I'm going to guess, and uh, they want to play with mommy. Mommy, can we play? And my friend says, no, I just, I say no, because I really feel it's important for a child's development that they know how to amuse themselves. And also, I just don't want to. I don't think any of your games are fun. And it was so freeing to hear her say that because I always feel so, I have an only child and I'm obligated. She doesn't have anybody. And so that means I have to sit down and play this fucking game one more fucking time. And and no, I I don't. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to take care of myself within yes. this relationship. Yes, and that's the other thing that's great about when kids do get older is because they can almost not quite, but they can almost comprehend the conversation of, 
I am not your play date. I am your parent. And I'm also a whole person on my own. So mommy and daddy are going to share a beer and we're going to talk about our day and you can play Lego for half an hour. Mm -hmm. We are not at your beck and call. And I think that's important for only children. Oh, it's 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 important to developing skills Mm. that can help people move. Like I say all the time, I try not to say that's not nice. I don't. Because, again, things that I recognize that I'm compelled mm-hmm. by having people think I'm nice. So yeah, we never use it, that word. Reframing it in a very Brianna context, which is, what will get me what I want? Right. Which is, but, like, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay for that to be my foundation. It should be how everybody works. What am I trying to do? Get something I want. Yeah. It or what we both want, Yeah, really. well, that's it. It ultimately, if it is something I genuinely want, yeah. it will not be at someone else's expense. Yeah. Yes. yes because yes, what yes, I want you're is a kind person. joy and happiness and universal love and all that fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, and so that is something that I had to teach myself so that I could teach it to Tabby. Mm, interesting. Because my instinct is you have to be nice yes. so people like you. Oh. As opposed to, oh, I need to start doing it's the same reason I pick up spiders with my bare hands now because I don't want her to be scared of spiders. Oh. So I had to teach myself something That's so, so I could teach it to her. That word nice comes up a lot because I have conversations with Valentina because I actually don't like using that word nice because I think it's been giving given ill context. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like describing people as nice. When people describe themselves as nice, I'm like, I don't think that you are, which may or may not be true. <laughs> but point being is that I think what happened is that we were told that so much when we were kids that everybody puts so much emphasis on being nice and not enough emphasis on being kind. Kind or happy. Or happy or good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we always use the word kind with Valentina going, is that kind. Yeah. Can you think of a kinder way to say that? Because that in the word kindness also enwraps uh, the word uh, empathy. Yeah. It's the opposite of like if you are kind, then you are giving empathy to a person who might feel hurt by your words. And empathy was something we tried to instill in her way too young and I don't think she understood, but it was always like, this is how you human. Humans are empathetic to each other. Yeah. That's how you get along in society. And so we, at two, we're always trying to teach her empathy. Um, but, uh, yes, kindness is our favorite. We are learning from our kids. Yeah. And, and the fact that I give myself permission to keep learning. Yeah. It's so easy to judge myself for not knowing it already. Mm. When I lose my shit and I say things that I'm filled with shame about mm. or that hurt my kid or aren't what I should be doing already Mm -hmm. and I'm sure we'll get notes on this one of like you actually are fucking your kid up with this attitude and sometimes I am and then I've got to forgive myself for doing the best I could and now I know better and now I'll do better yeah exactly so how awesome is it that my kid Kim I just had another synchronicity you know how I feel about this what'd you do do? I was listening to an Oprah podcast this morning and she got from Maya Angelou when you know better, do better. Hey! It's a famous Maya Angelou quote. Then there we go. Our children are blessings that help us, little beings, that help us know better so we can do better. Exactly. Yay! Yay! I love you, Brianna. I love you, Kim Rhodes. Yay!